You are now listening to the Highly Offensive Sports Podcast. Niggas been counting me out, I'm counting my bullets, I'm loading my clips, I'm writing down names, I'm making a list, I'm checking it twice and I'm getting them hit, the real ones been dying, the fake ones is lit, the game is off balance, I'm back on my shit, the bitly is dirty, my sneakers is dirty, but that's how I like it, you all on my dick, I'm all in my bag, it's hard as it get, I do not store powder, I might take a sip, I might... What's going on everybody? Welcome back. Uh, we got some uh, some news that we, we pretty much already knew that was going to happen, the Bengals... We called it, we called it. We did. We did. We called it. We I'm pretty sure. Right. I'm pretty sure we were the ones that broke the news of, uh, from our own sources. If I'm not mistaken, like we were like one of the first ones to officially announce yeah. that Zach Taylor is yeah. going to be the Bengals head coach. Yeah, yeah. I think we just got done beating Neil Armstrong to the moon, and then we were like, "Oh yeah, bro!" And then we made that prediction way before everyone else. And the ESPN actually called us, and we were like, "No, sorry, you can't have our information." We and, did uh, make it to the moon. We just didn't have a camera. Um, Neil, and that, that was all oh, fake. Oh, yeah, Watson. Yeah, Watson. That was right. Watson forgot his fucking camera. He's so stupid. Yeah, that's back when he had a Razor flip phone. One of yeah. those one of those pink razors. Right, right. I know it. Um, well, guys, Watson, are you there? Can you hear us? I think he's I'm on here. mute. No, listen. No, I'm good. I'm just mad that you all aren't giving me any credit because – the whole reason we knew about this, and you guys know this is true, is because uh, me and Marvin Lewis's daughter had a little thing going, and she oh told me she told me that Daddy was getting fired. And at first, I was like, "Well, what did I do? What did I do to get fired, honey?" And oh then she told God. me. Then she told me it was Marvin. Anyway, she's the hottest seventeen-year-old I know. Let's get started with the show, guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, after that uh, blatant lie, uh, <laughs> we'll go ahead and tell you guys that uh, this episode is brought to you by and sponsored by our first Cincinnati sponsor, which is the Rightly So Embroidery and Screen Printing Company out of Cincinnati. Uh, so we'd like to thank them. But uh, guys, so. We, so we knew this was coming. We knew Zach Taylor was going to get hired. We knew they were waiting until uh, after the Super Bowl. So obviously, um, we all watched the Super Bowl last night. Probably, yeah, absolute wicked wet shark of a Super Bowl. <laughs> the commercials weren't that great. Uh, the halftime show, uh, Adam LaDouche really can't sing that well live. In but my he took opinion. his shirt off. That's why <laughs> yeah, he took his shirt off. It was so bad. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, fuck, man, I, I, I'm, I'm a can sing. I'm just going to take my shirt off. Ah! Look at my tattoos, ladies. Yeah, because there's a bunch of like middle-aged ladies in the, the stands. Like, seriously, I don't know if y'all noticed that, but it was right. all women. All right. women. Yeah, so obviously, shit, we could do a whole nother separate podcast on that Super Bowl. I think everyone pretty much already knows what we could and, and would say about that. But what I want to talk about is – how does this affect Zach Taylor's confidence, his thinking? Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? You know, um, and and what would it have been different had they won? I, I don't, I don't honestly don't think so. I, I this one, as much as you know, uh, McShay said that uh, it was on him and his he got out coached. He did get out coached, but golf. Dude, he, he wasn't – the lights were a little bit too bright for him in this game. I mean, he was going up against Tom Brady. I don't think this is on Zach Taylor at all. So, if you're a Bengals fan out there, and I know you are, Christian, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't, you know, lose confidence in him just over this game because the Bengals they rode on everyone in the playoffs. Man, it was it was a uh, it was a bad sight. You mean the Patriots? The Bengals didn't ever roll on <laughs> anyone in the playoffs. We got rolled on in every <laughs> sorry, time we've been in the playoffs. Yeah. Sorry, Belichick, Patriots, Tom Brady, the goat. They smashed everyone in the playoffs, and it wasn't. We I didn't think this game was going to be close, and it wasn't. They couldn't do anything on offense, man. And a lot of that was on Goff. I mean, did you right. watch the game once? And I know you. We texted about that that throw to Brandon Cooks. Like, oh my, he God. missed him. Yeah, he was wide so, open. And you can't I put think, that on Taylor. Yeah, I think Zach Taylor was, man, and and just from like his professional career perspective, this is a great thing for him. Think about it this way. Let's look at all the teams in the recent, you know, last few years have been in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Carolina Panthers have been really, I mean, they've been okay, but they've been struggling. They're not a, uh, haven't been a Super Bowl caliber team since their, their shitty loss in the Super Bowl. Let's look at, um, who else do we got? The Eagles. Um, I mean, they, they, they were pretty good this year. Um, uh, so you can't really use them as Falcons. an example, but they sure as the hell weren't the same team. Yeah. Falcons. Perfect example. Watson, the Falcons, absolute shit. The last few years, I mean, they've had a, a few decent seasons, but nothing, nothing like their Super Bowl run. So, man, chances are the Rams are not going to be that same team next year. Usually they're going to have those Super Bowl blues that next year. I think he's getting out of there at a perfect time, leaving on a, a pretty high note. Obviously, that's not how they, he wanted it to end. Some people could blame some of this, you know, uh, some of the quarterback play on him, but I, I think he's getting out of there at a perfect time, kind of starting uh, with a fresh slate with a really talented roster. Yeah, the, I mean, the Patriots made Phillip Rivers look kind of bad, and Phillip Rivers had a hell of a year. So, I mean, you knew that they were going to mess with golf. It was just a matter of if Todd Gurley was healthy enough to run the ball, and he wasn't. So, like I said, you can't really put this on Taylor. And one thing I'll say is – if I'm a if I'm in the AFC and I'm rooting for a team in the AFC, the Patriots don't have that much time left with Brady, Gronk, you know, Edelman, all those guys that are getting kind of old. And once Brady leaves, Gronk already said he's going to leave. So that AFC is going to be a lot more open. Um, and you're just going to have to get through teams like Andrew Luck and the Steelers and guys like that. So he I mean, if you all give him time, give him a year or two to get this team together, you could have a chance to make a playoff push here soon. Yeah, I think he's going to bring a lot of young energy to the team, and, and they 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 do have a um, a fairly young roster. I think that that's what those guys are missing. Like you look at Sean McVay. I mean, the dude's up and down the sidelines. He's he's jumping up and down. He's getting just as pumped up as his players. Now let's picture back to Marvin Lewis. He's over there, like looking like Cleveland off Family Guy, like just <laughs> chilling like a villain. Like the most emotion I ever saw the man give was a, a smile, maybe. Maybe if that, I mean, so this is going to be a totally new, um, uh, new feeling. Culture. It's going to be new culture, everything for the, for the Bengals players. And I think they're, they have to be excited, just as excited as us fans, because um, I think this is going to be a much needed change and he's going to bring that fire. My, my over under for Zach Taylor and don't take this the wrong way. It's just legit. Like I'm just looking at all the facts. My over under is four years. Will he last over four years, or will he last under four years? Are the are the Bengals fan base and owner are they going to be patient enough to give him four years or more than four years to get this team together? 
Man, that'd be a much easier question to ask after the first season. I mean, it's literally a coin toss at this point. I think it's uh, one thing he's got going for him is the Bengals historically are the most loyal team ever. I mean, he would have to, I'd say it's over four years because he would have to royally screw up and and just absolutely drop the ball in order to get fired. I mean, they're a very loyal team, more so than any any the ownership in general. I mean, so I think it's it's on his side to to be there more than four years. I mean, he's just simply has to show growth um, and, and show progress, and I think they'll keep him around. What about you, Watson? Over going, under four years? I'm going under. I just think that um, you know a lot of the times when these coordinators get hired after just a brief stint of success, um, a lot of the times it doesn't work out. Like if you look, and, and I'm not saying Matt Patricia is a good example, but he came off a Super Bowl loss with the Patriots, goes to coach the Detroit Lions, and the Lions were one of the worst teams in the NFL. Like, he couldn't even hardly make them be competitive. And he was a defensive master. Well, I say defensive mastermind. He was a good defensive coordinator. He came from the Belichick tree. And I don't think he's going to last four years in Detroit. So I don't think Zach Taylor is going to last four years in Cincinnati. If yeah. anything, it's just hopefully he just brings some exciting offense, man. Like, if it, the score has to be, you know, 45 to 40 at the end of the game and they get beat, at least they put up 40 freaking points. Like you go up against the Chiefs defense like they did this year and they were playing the Chiefs defense was horrible and they only what put up 10 points, 14 points. It was it was bad. Like um I mean but, but see the Bengals have on paper have one of the better rosters in the NFL, especially on offense. And I know our defense was historically bad last year, but on paper, we actually have a pretty damn good defense if you just look at it just on paper. And Um, that goes goes back to us talking on the last episode. I hope that he comes in with confidence saying, hey, I want this guy to free agency, this guy to free agency, and this guy to free agency. Open up the checkbook. Write checks. We're signing these guys. We need these holes filled. Like he needs to go do that, right. because they they have holes, like you said, on defense, on the offensive line. They need if they're going to keep Andy, they need to keep give him time to throw the damn ball because he's not good enough to run around or to make a first you know first read throw things like that. He's not going to release it Drew Brees style or Tom Brady style. Like they got to yeah. fill these holes. I mean, we're we're a, a solid linebacker and a Kirkpatrick replacement at corner from being a pretty damn good defense. I mean, our, our defensive line is solid, absolutely solid. Um, I mean, we have some young talent at corner and, and, and safety. Uh, I think Kirkpatrick is, is terrible. I, I think he needs to go. But um, besides that, man, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of potential, and I mean, he could move a few pieces and. Things could go his way. I mean, the, so speaking the of pieces and there. Andy, speaking of pieces and Andy, did you all see the uh, the video? The first player that Zach Taylor got to meet when he walked in as the Bengals head coach. It was on Twitter. How'd he do? It's what? me, Andy. Wasn't that yeah. wasn't that awkward? I thought that was awkward, yeah, man. That was, was like the first time you meet your girlfriend's dad. Dude, yeah, it was Andy's like, how are the kids? Because they're almost the same age, dude. It's like, how are the kids? How's your wife? Like, it was kind of weird. But for me, it's like, okay, Bengals fans, is that a sign that he's going to try to be a QB whisperer to Andy Dolan? Because we know he's good. and We know Zach Taylor's good at 
you know, progressing quarterbacks, getting them good. So does that mean that Andy Dalton's going to be there to stay? Is he going to be your all's quarterback this upcoming year? I think if it were up to Bengal fans, he'd be gone. Yeah, I, I agree. I think what they're going to do is I think Eddie will be the, the the feature quarterback this year, but I think that they're going to actively be uh, filling that understudy role um, with potentially someone in the draft. Uh, we talked about some some of those options on our, our last uh, Zach Taylor podcast um, to sit behind Andy for a year. And I think you're right. I think Zach Taylor is going to mold them into the QB that he wants um, I, I, I think Andy's time is, is limited there at the Bengals and, you know, and he's a good dude, man. He, he, does, he does a lot for the city um, and, and he, he's a decent quarterback, but I, I just don't think he has that, that it factor. Uh, I think he, he folds under pressure just about every time. Um, and like I've said many times, I think Bengals fans at this point, we're so fed up that we'd rather, you know, lose every game and, and, and strive for change to actually, to make those changes than to settle for mediocrity and, and losing the first round of the, the playoffs. So I don't think he's going to get cut. Um, and I think that since they already have, he's de- one thing you got to say is Andy's decent and he's been good at certain points. So the question is, can Zach Taylor get him back up to that level, get his confidence up? I think he can, but they have a high draft pick. So with that draft pick, I hope they take a quarterback. And if somebody really good falls, you might have to go ahead and stick him in there. If if somebody, you know, if it's one of your your lower guys on your list on your draft board for the Bengals, and you go take a quarterback and he needs development. I think Andy's good enough to win you all ball games with the right coach and the right system. He's got the weapons like we've been talking about. He's got the weapons. He's got John Ross. He's got A.J. Green, Geo. He's got Joe Mixon, um, Tyler Eifert for like two games. Okay, yeah, and that's all good and well. And I do think Andy that can definitely win them a few ball games. Um, you know, there's always some cake games on the schedule that are almost guaranteed wins. But if you look at the Bengals' 2019 schedule, and I think Christian's already kind of delved into what they've got coming up. I believe he said they have games coming up against the Rams and the Patriots next year. Is this – I mean, just from looking at their schedule, looking at the players that they have right now, because we can't see in the future. We don't know who they're going to draft, who they're going to sign, what's going to happen. But let's just assume all stays the same. How many games does this team win in 2019? Seven. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with nine. I, I, I'm, I'm hopefully optimistic, and um, I'm, I'm gonna back up there for a second because one thing that I want to touch on because there's more and more, um, more and more talk and, and, and evidence that's came out about this. Last time on our, our other Zach Taylor podcast, I talked about a quarterback out of Duke, uh, Daniel Daniel Jones. Um, I, I think the Bengals are gonna pick him up he, he's potentially the number two quarterback in the draft behind Dwayne Haskins we're not going to get him but um th- this guy's talented and um I, I think they're going to go for him and I, I think that uh, he's going to sit behind Andy for a year um you know, he's not going to make an immediate impact but even with Andy at the helm uh, and I think with the the roster that we have and the excitement that's going to come with a new coach I think that alone is is going to be you know an eight or to nine win team. So, um, so yeah, I mean, going back to the draft part, um, 
they're sitting at 11. And if you look at the 10 teams that are in front of them, you know, you got the Niners, you got the Cardinals. That's two teams that, that are going to go defense. The Jets, they're going to go defense. So there's a good chance that they get a top three quarterback off the draft board if you're looking at the top 10 QBs at that number right. 11 spot. Right. Well, most likely they're going to take Devin White out of LSU for, as their first pick, the linebacker out of LSU. And, and that, that's a, a smart pick. So the hope is that, um, you know, this guy's still on the board, uh, you know, once we get into um, a few a few rounds later. So will he be there? I don't know. But I, I'm, I, I can almost guarantee you the Bengals are hoping that Daniel Jones is still sitting there because he's a stud, man. He, he's a he can ball. Uh, the kid can play. I've watched a, a lot of film on him lately because I'm really hoping that we get him. But um, you got Kyler Murray. He entered back into the draft. I, I, I think the old saying where quarterbacks are, if they're under six foot, they're too tiny. I think that's out the window. I really do. I think Kyler Murray can ball. I would love to see him go to Cincinnati. But going back to the the schedule part as well, the division is going to be tough. I mean, Steelers are always going to be good, even though they didn't make the playoffs this year. Steelers are going to be good. The Browns are on their way up. And then you got Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and that defense. Defense is getting a little old, but Lamar Jackson is going to be better this year. So that's that's six games that they have to play over the year. That's going to be tough, tough games. That's That's one of the tougher divisions right now up and coming. We're yep, talking about the AFC um, North. Yeah, I mean, we ex- we expect it's a it's a weird schedule this year, man. I mean, we got some pretty cool games. Um, I mean, some of these teams we we've seen before in the in the recent years, but man, I can't tell you the last time that we, you know, we played the Rams. Um, I know we we played uh, the the Patriots not too many years ago, but I can't remember the last time that that we played the the Rams. So that that's going to be pretty cool. And obviously it's going to be a huge game for Zach Taylor. He's going to want to win that game. Um, so that's going to be interesting. It's uh it's, it's in Los Angeles as well. So, so, so um, with them playing the Rams, um, I haven't looked at the schedule. So you, you can tell me th- does that mean that they're playing the, uh, the NFC West? So they're playing like the Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks, all of them is it the North against the West, the AFC North against yep. the NFC West. Mm-hmm. They, yep, they've they've got the, they got the Cardinals. Um, they've they've got the Rams. Uh, let's see, they they're also going against the Niners. Let's see who. Uh, they're in yeah, the, they got the Niners. Yeah. Yep. So so, that, so that's yeah, we're also playing. Uh, yeah, we're also playing the Raiders. We're also playing the Seahawks this year. Um, so the, yeah, man, this is going to be uh, this is an interesting schedule. It's not an easy one. Um, they're you that's know they got tough. some. It's a tough schedule. They got some tough ass games but that's going to be a, a good test man so you know um a little ballsy for me to to say nine wins but you know like i said the the talent is there i i just don't think it was being utilized and um i'm really hoping that uh you know zach taylor can simply motivate the the players that he does have um and that you know hopefully two years from now we're we're uh, a playoff contender and maybe he'll actually use the uh all pro running back that they have on their team and Joe Mixon because unfortunately Todd Gurley had like 14 carries last night in the freaking Super Bowl and I don't under I know he's hurt but Jesus Christ man we're in you're in the Super Bowl it it blows my mind it blows my mind like every team you look at that has a stud running back including the Bengals there's always a statistic that when that running back has less than x amount of carries they They lose lose every single time Every single time. 
the Bengals, the Rams, all of these teams with that stat, you know these coaches are aware of things like that. They have to be. I know Watson's and, a little a little fanboy because he had him on his fantasy team. What he had this year, Todd Gurley, twenty three touchdowns or something crazy like that. Oh yeah, it was insane. We ha- we haven't seen twenty three touchdowns from a running back since the like LT days, Marshall Falk days, those days. I think Sean um, Alexander. Yeah, yeah, back when he had like thirty. But yeah. twenty three nowadays. That's like 30, 35 back in that day because they don't run the ball like they used to. And you you have a guy like that. And Melvin, I get it. Melvin Gordon, you know, he had, I think, 17, 18 touchdowns this year. He was hurt in the Chargers. It, it killed the Chargers. Same with the Rams. But it's the Super Bowl, man. It's the Super Bowl. Like, toughen up. Get your ass out there. You're getting 30 touches kind of thing. So hopefully he, he doesn't do stupid shit like that. But that was I think that was more on the head coach than him, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's some good points, man. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. But um, you know what? You know what I was thinking? What? You know who I really want to talk to? You know, because like we got all these questions and you know the one person who knows best is, is Marvin Lewis. <laughs> it's Marvin Lewis. I heard he was really I think we sad just, right now. Really sad heard, right dude, now. Yeah. The rumor is, is he has been, he has not left the Holy Grail. He's been up there just getting clobber fisted <laughs> every single night. He's been crying into his uh, Bengals, uh, his only, uh, I guess they gave him one of his AFC North trophies and he just has been crying into it. Watson, did you, did you get his number off of his, uh, off of his daughter? I actually did, believe it or not. Oh shit. Well, you guys want it me sucks to call because- yeah, I know that yeah, it sucks because you're not going to get him. you're not going to get to talk to him because you got to mute it when you call somebody. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll be here to ask him questions. So yeah, if, got you, don't, him. if you don't care, call him. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, go ahead and get let's get Marvin on the line. Yep, I just shot him a text and he's already the blue marks already coming back up. Oh God, and, he don't have uh, many friends right yeah. now. <laughs> he really doesn't, man. He's been sitting by the phone waiting for this text. All right, guys. He said I gave him I gave him Christian's number. He's calling Christian right now, so uh, just go ahead and, and pick up when he calls Christian, and let's see what the man's got to say. All right, I'm I'm bringing him in now. Uh, Marvin, uh, Marvin, yes. Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Hey, hey, Marvin. Hey, how you doing, man? Um, we're really sorry to hear that. Uh, you got let go by the Bengals. Um, we're actually doing an episode on uh, the hiring of uh, Zach Taylor, and we just wanted to uh, get your take on it. Um, where are you right now, Marvin? Well, let's just get this out in the air or out in the open air. I was not fired. I actually uh, stepped down, and uh, where I'm at right now is uh, – <sighs> what's, what's the name of this place? Long, Longworths. I meant Longworths. Yeah. Marvin. Oh, are you talking about the place that no one went to for tailgate? It was like a ghost town? Yes. Yeah. I'm sitting here. Oh, drinking. so you're by yourself, basically. With a brown paper bag. M- Marvin, uh, I'm pretty sure you got fired, man, but we'll we'll let you leave it at you step down. I, I trust I trust your judgment there. But hey, you, you hung on for as long as you could. Um, one question I have is, the team that you left behind are they uh, christian says they're going to get nine wins what do you think listen i uh, really like the guys they 
you know, I gave it my all. They didn't give it their all. And that's why I'm no longer the coach. I like them as people, as players, man. I just, I don't know about them anymore. Andy's great. I hope Andy stays the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals for the next 20 years. And I hope that Zach Taylor gets fired and Hugh Jackson gets that job. But that's all I want. Whoa, Marvin. No, dude, no. Hugh cannot come back. Why, if, why did people put a dead deer carcass uh, in your and Andy's yards if that's the case? Because that doesn't sound like that uh, the fans agree with you on that because um, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's been multiple times where people have stuck for sale signs in your yard trying to get you out of Cincinnati and put dead animals and bags of flaming shit on your doorstep. So. I'm not too confident that that's the case, Marvin. I asked for all of that. If you must know, I requested it. So that's why that happened. Mar- Marvin, you, you mentioned Hugh. Man, do you understand that the Bengals fans hate him? Like It's like a, a an ongoing joke that he was going to be the head coach and people were going to like move out of the city and become Steelers fans and Browns fans and shit. Let me ask you this, and I want an honest answer. Because I know what your honest answer would be. Would you rather someone like Zach Taylor, who's young and inexperienced and is really kind of a nerd, or would you rather someone like me, who's very upbeat, very into the game? I'm very, I'm a oh, very, you're upbeat. Yes, I'm a very excited. <laughs> wow. I'm a very exciting person, and that's exactly who Hugh Jackson is. You're exciting. What what about you is exciting? The only thing that you've ever done that was exciting was get fired. Well, that's your opinion, and I respect that. But you know, <laughs> let's just uh, agree to disagree here. Uh, okay, Marvin. Uh, it sounds like you're you don't, drunk, Marvin. Yeah, it sounds like you don't really understand that Bengals fans were kind of fed up with not getting a playoff win. And that's most of the reason why you were kicked out. But my question, how the hell did you stay on so long? Like we thought you were getting fired like six years ago and it just come out. Oh, Marvin's getting a two year extension. Marvin's getting another two year extension. Like how the hell did you make that happen? Who, who did you have like blackmail on someone or some shit? Yes. As a matter of fact, given someone DJs, no, no, no BJs. I mean, I do that now, but back then I did not. So what I had (laughs) was you all should have heard some of the stuff that my Mr. Brown said behind closed doors that I heard. And, uh, yeah, I had some good blackmail on him. So he was kind of forced to keep me around for just a little bit longer than most would have liked. I knew it, dude. I knew there's no other explanation on why, why you hung out so long as the head coach and couldn't win a playoff game, man. I'm sorry to put it that way, but that's, uh, that's amazing that you hung on that long. Well, Marvin, um, we just had uh, close to 4,000 people stop listening to our podcast what? as soon what? as we brought you what? on. Yeah. What? Uh, so we're going to have to let you hey. go because you're killing hey, our numbers. Hey, hey, One last thing. And I know he's not on here right now, but if you all talk to that son of a bitch Watson, tell him to stay away from my little girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll let him know. But um, he left a note. He just slid me a note. It said something. It just, all it says is smell my fingers. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's all he I said. So, all right, Marvin. Show. Marvin, you're fired yeah. this time. Say, say yeah. it proudly. You're fired this time. We are firing you from this show. Yeah, we're firing you from the show as well, Marvin. Goodbye. My name is Marvin, and I was just fired by the highly offensive sports podcast. Marvin, <laughs> hang up the phone, man. Please stop.
Don't call us. Right. I, I kicked him. I kicked him. <laughs> All right. Let's bring Watsper. We, we got you back in here. Uh, you guys didn't tell uh, him where I live, do you? No. Okay. no. I'm pretty sure that he, he threatened your life, though, man. Oh, he threatened God. your life. Oh. Dude, it sounds like he couldn't get past the bridge, honestly. Like, with the state he was in, he'd probably wreck before he got to the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Okay. Um. Well, guys, that was that was pretty depressing. Brought back a lot of uh, really terrible memories. But um, one thing that we can do on a positive note, guys, is earlier in the show we mentioned our first uh, and right now our only Cincinnati sponsor, which is the Rightly So Embroidery and Screen Printing Company out of Cincinnati. Um, they are actually owned by the Aubrey Rose Foundation. So, which the Aubrey Rose Foundation is one of the absolute best foundations in Cincinnati. We, all three of us have actually done, gosh, it probably hours. hundreds and hundreds, hours. maybe even thousands of hours of community service for them. Their entire mission is to help terminally ill children and help their families with financial support and everything they need when they're, I mean, the, these people are dealing with the sickest of the sickest kids. So the Rightly So company uh, is their embroidery on screen printing company off of the Aubrey Rose Foundation. So all of the um, the proceeds that are invested into Rightly So, they actually, um, a lot of that goes back into the Aubrey Rose Foundation. So keep that in mind the next time that you need any screen printing or embroidery done, whether it's a soccer team football team, school events, uh, bachelor parties, uh, sorority t-shirts, whatever it may be. Think about that. You can not only get it done for really good pricing, high, high, high quality, but you're given back to something that is much, much bigger than you and be able to help some children that are having some of the worst days of their lives and their families having some of the worst days of their lives. So if you are interested, there's nothing too small or too large job-wise. Give Spencer Hollenkamp a call at 513-728-2682, and he'll help you find the right product and the right place. Once again, you call Spencer Hollenkamp at 513-728-2682. Uh, or if you'd like to stop in, you can uh, find their shop at 3862 Race Road, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, and just remember that they'll help you find the right product for the right price. They do some awesome stuff like with T-shirts for businesses, uniforms for businesses. Uh, they make jackets for like Toyota and they do big jobs too, like thousand item, thousand plus items. And then, like you said, they'll do soccer teams as well. It's it's uh, and, and all their stuff comes out nice and, and cleaned and finished. Looks good. Right. Right. They do promotion promotional products as well for, for businesses, anything from koozies to, um, you know, pretty much anything that you need done. Koozies is the only thing I can think of because I, I have like hundreds of them. And, yeah. And I've probably lost hundreds of them too, but um, yeah. And I no, couldn't think of, uh, of a better family to work with. I mean, they're, they're great. It's a great company, very big hearted people. Um, so definitely any, any of your needs, uh, when it comes to having items like that made, please reach out to them. You you won't you won't regret it. We promise you that. I'm excited to have a sponsor in Cincy, man. Um, it, it's awesome to tie that in, and uh, we got a lot of UK local Lexington ones, so we needed someone to uh, to fill in for this episode, and we're taking on more Cincy sponsors for sure. Yeah. 
Okay, guys. Um, well, th- let's uh, let's end it on uh, on this. So we kind of talked about some of the potential changes, upcoming schedule, potential draft picks. Um, we we talked to a, a severely depressed, drunken Marvin Lewis. Um, so let's let's end on on this. So what do you guys think that if you had to kind of sum it up into you know a, a paragraph of the overall expected changes in the Bengals organization that we will see in this first year. Uh, if you had to, to sum it up and simplify what we can expect and what the fans can expect, what do you guys, ex- what do you guys think? I personally think that this is going to be a little bit of a process. So this isn't something that I expect to see a huge change overnight as in year one. I do think they'll get some new fit, fresh faces in there. Um, I'm anxious to see what kind of coaches uh, Zach Taylor brings on board. I'm anxious to see where since he goes with their draft picks. I, I personally don't have a clue. You probably know better than I do, Christian. But I'm, I'm also anxious to see what signings they make in the offseason. And I think that um, is, is going to tell us just how invested um, the franchise is into really turning this thing around and building it up. So I do think we'll see some changes. I think we'll see some fresh faces. I think that's a good thing for Cincinnati because, as you know, for the last 16 years or so, it's been the same old, same old, and that's not been a, a good thing necessarily. So I'm just anxious uh, to see what kind of changes come about and all the good things that should come to that city uh, and excite the fans and the fan base. Wayne, what you, what you thinking, brother? I, I expect it to be a, uh, a process, but I think it's going to move quicker than what people think. And right. I hope that the fan, like I really think the fans have spoken, like with their boycotting games. A lot of, you know, ben, Bengals fans were boycotting games until Marvin was gone. Well, now you got a coach in there. And Mike Brown, I'm calling you out to open up your pocketbook and spend some money in free agency. Go get the pieces that you all need because the, the offense is almost there minus a couple of linemen. And then the defense, you can always piece together defense. And defense is mostly coaching. So if he brings on a good coach, then you all can have a good team. Right, right. No, I, I, I think you're exactly right. That's similar to what I was thinking. I think that the what we can expect in the first year is to see a much faster-moving organization. It's not going to be slow decision-making um, I think that loyalty to some extent is still going to be there. But like I said, with um, Katie Blackburn and her husband stepping up into a larger role, um, I think that things are going to move much, much quicker. I think that it's going to um, it's going to show um, with the free agency. I think they're going to make moves. They're going to make moves quick. I think they're going to be a lot more aggressive uh, in the draft, not worrying about hurting people's feelings, <clears throat> Andy. And I think that they are going to get rid of the people that need to go as well. Um, and I think that that's going to be really exciting. Honestly, my outlook on it is, is I don't give a shit if we lose every single game because just the, the change and the fact that they're trying to do something different alone is enough to kind of reignite um, my flame is uh, my flaming gay uh, pride for being a Bengals fan. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's what I was trying to say. Um, but no, seriously, I, I, I'm regardless of the outcome and um, how many games they win, I'm pretty pumped just to see, um, you know, what they do uh, with with all this potential in, in this roster. 
Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely a change. It's a change for you all, and that's the most exciting part because if you all would have had to sit through another year of Marvin Lewis, I don't think anybody would have bought season tickets. Not a lot of people would be showing up. And once that happens, the franchise starts dying, like, quick. And it's, it's right. a change. They've changed up a lot of stuff, like you said, with, the, you know, the daughter moving up, taking over a lot of that, similar to how Jeannie Buss did, fired her own brother, uh, slid in Magic Johnson. Hopefully she makes big moves like that. Yeah. Man, Cincinnati's on the verge of becoming America's team, man. All the big moves the Reds have made, and now the oh Bengals making some exciting changes, man. <laughs> oh you just wait. Dude. What did you just you say? Just yeah, okay. Let's We're, stop. Let's stop. He's, he's been go. on here too long. He got too excited. Oh, my God. All right. America's All right, team, fine. the Cincinnati Bengals. America, Bengals. All right. So. Listen, guys, we appreciate you listening uh, to our uh, second covering of Zach Taylor. Like we said, we were right, of course. As you know, we get the the fastest information. We're like way faster than ESPN. We always find out shit way before them. So that's why you guys listen to us. Um, As always, hit that subscribe button on iTunes if you haven't already. uh, So you can get our podcast automatically downloaded to your phone. You also can check us out on SoundCloud. Follow us on all of our social medias. Uh, If you are a business owner uh, and you think it would benefit you to reach a few thousand people in either Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky area, or the Central Kentucky, Lexington area, please give us a call. Um, We are constantly looking for new businesses that we can help out and promote on our podcast. You guys got anything for us before we get off here? Be excited, Cincinnati. There, yeah. you know, change, changes have came, and uh, and they're they're. Uh, it's looking good. It's looking good. So be excited and and root on. Give them time. Be patient, but be excited. Put pressure on them to spend some money. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and stop picking on drunk Marvin too, please, God. Yeah, stop shit, shitting in his lawn. Yeah, stop shitting in his lawn. Whoever's doing that, stop it. If anyone sees but, um, uh, Marvin's daughter Whitney out, please. Tell her to return my texts. That's it, guys. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for listening. Thank you for listening to the Highly Offensive Sports Podcast, and we will see you guys next time. I'm gonna